Welcome to episode 10 of CrystalCast. Today we're joined by Nicola Firth, CEO and founder of Knowledge Bank. We talk through the power of collaboration, the drive to solve a problem and the innovation that that can create off the back of it, and the power of technology and how that can improve the broker's day-to-day process. These crystal casts must be a lucky omen. The day after recording this one, Crystal were lucky enough to win three SFI awards. Knowledge Bank won the one that they were nominated in in their category as well. As always, all the information provided is for the use of financial intermediaries only. So today we're joined by Nicola Firth, founder and CEO of Knowledge Bank. Good morning, Nicola. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for asking me. No problem at all. So for those of you that are regular listeners to Crystal Cast, you'll know how we start. If we can have three interesting facts about you, please, Nicola. Three interesting facts. Okay. Uh, so I, I fell into financial services by accident, as I'm sure a lot of people did. Uh, but I was originally going to be a history teacher. So that's uh, a little bit of a, a change of uh, direction in career. Uh, other interesting facts. Um, I have a black belt in karate. Uh, I, I had a I had a quite a serious accident on a quad bike, so I had to sort of give that up. But uh, but yeah, I used to um, I used to participate first down and then uh, teach kids classes as well. So that was uh, a bit of an interesting fact, perhaps one that you wouldn't expect. Very much so. <laughs> um, and then just just a random one. Um, I once danced to Amarillo around a hotel at two o'clock in the morning with in a conga with Peter Peter Kay, Patrick McGuinness and the cast of Phoenix Knights. There's another round <laughs> that you wouldn't necessarily expect. No, I'm sure there's a bigger uh, story there's, in there, there somewhere. There is, <laughs> there is, but yeah, very random. That's yeah. uh, quite an interesting fact. Amazing. There seems to be a theme coming out of these of, of martial arts and music, which yeah. might tie in well for a Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, obviously, you're the founder and CEO of Knowledge Bank, a multi-award winning business, as we were talking about earlier. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So what was, what was the thought behind that? Where did that start from? Well, my background is as a broker and, and I actually went to look for a system like uh, Knowledge Bank. So of course we've got the product sourcing systems, um, but, but the industry changed. I always said sort of pre-2008 and post-2008. So, so it became impossible to place cases using product sourcing systems alone because of course after the whole credit crunch, lenders set their stalls out with criteria, what they were prepared to accept and what they wouldn't. So I was spending so much time as a broker, ringing around, trying to find criteria, ringing help desks, going on websites, and I thought surely somebody has a system with all of this in one place, and I couldn't find it. And that's where the idea from Knowledge Bank uh, came about. So we started, and, and lenders were very, very keen to get involved. Um, uh, quite a lot of people said, oh, lenders won't want to tell you what their criteria is. And actually, that's not been the case at all. They've just not had uh, that format to do it in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was the idea uh, and where Knowledge Bank came from, the fact that there was just nothing out there um, at that time. And all the, all the information in the industry was being held on spreadsheets, which is extremely time-consuming yeah. uh, for lenders, for the, for, the, for the companies that keep them up to date. And of course, um, spreadsheets aren't really the tool for the job. You know, you can't get management information from a spreadsheet. Um, the, the, the minute you save it, it's out of date. Criteria changes as often as it does. Um, so yeah, so it's just a solution to, to a problem, really. And 19 months is it you said that you've been running at the minute? Yeah, so we've uh, so 19 months we've been uh, launched. Uh, yeah. We've won nine industry awards in that time, which is fantastic. So clearly the idea was uh, valid yeah. <laughs> and the industry agreed, <laughs> which is fantastic. Yeah. So over the last almost two years then, what, what trends are you seeing currently in the mortgage market? 
I think in um, certainly in a, a sort of across all of the lending types that we do, the self-employed sector, um, we get so many searches done on self-employed, and especially with um, things like one-year accounts and changes in accounts and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's not surprising, really, if you look at the number of SMEs, yeah. uh, you know, in, in the country and how that's changed. I mean, you know, the the, the, the this increase. I was looking at this on uh, statistics, um, increased from 3.3 million people in 2001 to 4.8 million in 2017, so that's quite a leap. Yeah. Um, and I think the credit crunch was probably had a lot to do with that as well, people losing jobs and then, then setting up in the same industry, self-employed. Um, but they're such an important sector that we need to be looking after and embracing because that figure's not going to roll back. People are not going to then get, get employed. And actually, they are now turning into one of the biggest employers collectively in, in the UK. So if you look at small businesses with less than 10 staff, they account for 33% of employment in the UK and 21% of turnover. So that's huge. Yeah. So, so we need to be looking after I mean, there's a lot more that the government could do around that but certainly within the mortgage industry it's really important that, that, that these people are serviced because they're providing you know such a you know an important role within the UK economy yeah we've been advocating for, for many years now education for brokers um, yes. customer profiles changing as you've touched on demographic change and employment types changing so a lot of this is on brokers to, to go out and do themselves but it's really nice to see a system coming in where brokers can actually search for this information and, and use that time productively yeah, to get that done. Absolutely, and brokers tell us that that they actually enjoy because we have uh, we've got the search when they're trying to place a case, but that one other part of the system is the bank where they can just go in and look and, and just see what the you know, lenders' criteria actually what do they do, and a lot of brokers tell us that that they're while they're sort of sat having their lunch, they find it interesting to read up and that, which is great and it and feeds exactly into that in, into yeah. broker education and that's what it's all about. If you educate brokers. Um, that you know they could become better and better at what they do and, and they've got that knowledge to service more clients and get more cases through yeah and that's what it's all about isn't it we don't Absolutely. neither of us directly face the consumer so we we can't control the amount of business that comes yeah. through but by educating the broker they, they're the ones that can see these solutions Absolutely. and fix the problems so knowledge bank itself was, was quite a new concept really coming across mm. as you mentioned things were on spreadsheets and, and in excel and things like that previously are you seeing any trends in technology currently yeah, definitely. I think I think the big thing that, that certainly that we're involved in and that everybody is, is chasing is is to put all the bits of the jigsaw together to create the end to end the ideal end to end system. Um, and certainly in, in terms of trends, that's what we're seeing. So we, we're seeing networks that are working on that, and we're we're involved in a lot of those because if you look at the end to end, so what's involved? Well, you've got the fact find which starts with the CRM system, affordability criteria then product and then the application to the lender and then back again to the CRM system. So it's all held in one place. Yeah. But as I predicted um, a couple of years ago when, when the conversations started around this, uh, no one person will build the perfect end-to-end -end system. Everybody has a piece of the jigsaw. And it's almost like a menu plan, you know. So, yeah. so, and it's these systems linking together and feeding through to make it, you know, really fluid and and ease of use for, for for brokers. So that's a real trend, and I think that's something that we're going to see very shortly within the next sort of six to twelve months. The first of those will launch. Okay, so you see more collaboration between firms. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So following on from that point, collaboration doesn't necessarily mean joint venture projects or building something together. Um, are there other ways that you're working with people? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have a lot of things uh, that we're working uh, working with other companies now, um, you know, really 
prominent companies in the industry to do with, to do with products, to do with credit search and all that. And a collaboration can just be APIs, for example. Um, it's just about plugging the systems in together for a more fluid experience for the, for the broker and so that things flow. Um, so yeah, that's we are absolutely doing that. You'll see quite a few things coming out in the press very shortly uh, with announcements that we've got to make on that as well. Okay, excellent. Um, so do you think there are any big barriers out there in, in prop tech or fintech innovation? Yeah, I think I think there are, and and, and we've just mentioned collaboration, and mm. I would say that's that perhaps has been a barrier, you know, um, up until more recently. Um, I think I think in, you know within the industry, um, you know, maybe product sourcing systems thinking, well, hang on a minute, you've got products and we've got criteria on there. Why do you need a criteria system? And and of course. We don't need to explain that to brokers. Brokers know exactly why, but it was, it's getting that understanding. And we're, we're there now. You know, people have said, okay, yeah, actually, we do need to do that. We do need to collaborate because actually, when we collaborate, it's a better experience for the for the broker, and therefore a better experience for their client. You know, so so I think I think that's um, that has been one of the issues um, that that you know in some in some uh, circumstances is still being worked through. I think the other um, the other issue that um, I think probably at the back end of that regards applications and with lenders is legacy issues on old systems. You know, we know that um, we've got some lenders that tell us that that because um, some lenders do use Knowledge Bank, a version of Knowledge Bank, Knowledge Bank Pro, as their own internal system for criteria. Um, but one of the issues that they say they have is they've got all these different systems, different passwords, uh, and as technologies come in, they're built on, then added on. Yeah. Uh, so legacy issues are a massive problem, uh, but for lenders as opposed to you know the sort of technology providers, sort of looking in. So there are, are there any changes to the marketplace that you'd like to see happen? I think not necessarily specific change. Oh, I'm saying that there, there are a lot of changes that, uh, but being as we don't have all day, uh, <laughs> I think uh, you know, looking at I suppose criteria, which is which is which is our thing. Um, we um, we launched our insights product um, this year to, to lenders, and we are. Um, recording all searches that are done anonymously um, but we're able to say to to uh, lenders now actually do you know this is what brokers in this part of the country are looking for or nationally these are the trends and this is what they're searching for um, so what we'd like to see that the, the whole idea behind that is that lenders can react more quickly so if they see an upward trend in a certain kind of lending or a certain kind of profile of customer uh, and they see that need is there that they can adapt more quickly and develop criteria that, that encompasses that um, and they know that there is a defined need for it so so I think you know, that's something that I would definitely like to see happen uh, more quickly because that's never been possible before you know I mentioned you can't get management information from a spreadsheet yeah um, so yeah this is um, and that's been really popular so so we only launched that at the beginning of the year uh, and lenders have that data now and they're working with that which is just fantastic because we're we're bringing together the demand and need and, and products will come out on the back of it that are you know rather than historically lenders have developed products and criteria based either on hearsay and uh, you know and just or just put something out there so well, we'll see how this does um, and now we can prove demand for it before they actually develop products and criteria. Brilliant. And lenders have been open to that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They've been desperate for this. I mean, of course, they've had insights data. For example, Clarity and Touchstone, they mm. report on uh, completions. And, and that's great because what they can see is, is which brokers are doing what kind of business and um, how popular are two-year fixed rates, for example. 
But what it doesn't tell you is what could have been done, what's been missed, how many customers have walked away and not got what they were looking for. So, so that's this is the missing piece of that jigsaw. This is what customers actually wanted. Um, and actually, there's, there's an interesting piece to be done there where, where lenders are actually able to compare the two and say, okay, well, this is what people were asking for. This is what they came out with. Um, and it, at its the most granular level, we're even able to tell lenders why they're missing out on business. So for an example, um, a lender may have a USP where they say, we do zero hours contracts, this is our big thing. And they can see the searches are there, people are looking to place cases with zero hours contracts. What we're able to do is say to the lender, well that's true, but actually when people are searching for zero hours contracts, they're also searching for child benefit and ex-council properties. You'll do ex-council properties, but you don't take child benefit, and that's why you're missing out on that business. So the insights are just so, so valuable. Um, and everything we do at Knowledge Bank, we always ask the question, does it work for the broker? Does it work for the lender? And does it benefit the customer? And absolutely that does, because yeah, everybody's going to win on the back of that. Definitely. We, we, we touched on the start of the conversation that most of our cases start with the broker ringing us and saying, I've got a problem, and yeah. then you start digging. And by the end of the conversation, there's not just one problem, there's six or seven that have come out. So in that scenario, we need a zero O's contract lender. And by the way, they've got a default, yeah. they've got this in the background. So piecing all that together from a lender point of view is, is amazing. Yeah, we absolutely. get calls regularly from lenders saying, would this product work? Or if we tweak this, would it work? How much do you think you could do on this product? <laughs> yeah, and at best, I think it's been anecdotal. So, so their, their best ear to the ground is their team of BDMs because they're, they're with brokers, they're speaking to brokers every day and they feed this information back. Yeah. But at best, it's anecdotal. You know, yeah. Whereas now we have hard evidence every single day of what's being searched, what criteria categories are being searched, so, I mean, we do publish um, every month what our top five searches are, um, but of course the insights goes a lot more in depth, uh, and they can play with things and see see how that would how that would appear and, and how much more business they'd be able to get on the back of it. So, on the back of that, have you had any surprising searches or requests to come through? Uh, we. <laughs> Yeah, we do get some. Uh, <laughs> we do get some interesting, uh, interesting things that were asked for. Um, we we did have uh, we had an interesting one last week actually, where a broker was um, was talking to us about back to back, and uh, and of course in the I think they were a relatively new broker to the industry, and uh, and we were we were sort of talking about back to back transactions, which is you know, and um, and it turned out they were talking about back to back houses. So that was uh, <laughs> just. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, but I tell you, the, tell you the most interesting thing is, is um, we find is is when brokers are searching actually, and not necessarily always what they're searching for. So so we um, yeah obviously we do updates on the system, and we used to we were, when we first started we were relatively comfortable between two and four nobody was on the system, and now we don't have any time of day when we don't have brokers on the system, and which is quite unbelievable. I mean I say it is having been a broker myself. I know just how hard brokers work, and I know they work around the clock. They see clients through the day and the evening. They work at night. They they are busy, busy people. Um, so yeah, we don't have um, an hour of the day now where we don't have brokers on the system. Um, and in fact, on Christmas Day, we had thirteen brokers on the system, placing cases on Christmas Day. I well, mean, <laughs> well, there is only so much time you can spend talking. To the there is, though. I was going <laughs> to say, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. So I don't, I'm not sure the times where they should have been asleep or pulling crackers or whatever. But I'm yeah, speech again. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll just place this case while she's yeah. on. Um, so yeah, thirteen brokers on Christmas Day placing cases. Wow. <laughs> so it shows the benefits, doesn't it? Because you can't ring a lender 
on Christmas Day and say, would you do this? Ex- yeah. Like having that information available. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing, you know, there could be people that didn't celebrate Christmas or, or were working for whatever reason. Yeah. And and I think that's the whole point about having all of this online as opposed to relying on BDMs and help desks. I mean, they're there and they, they serve their purpose. But having access to this information 24-7 has got to be the way forward because, of course, brokers are out seeing clients at 6, 7, 8 o'clock at night. And it's great that they're able to place cases there and then. Um, and then tomorrow morning, they're able to see a new client they're not they're not thinking all right okay i need to start trying to place that case for the people i saw last night um and also giving answers more quickly to to clients and putting their minds at rest that something is or isn't possible um so yeah the, the whole well the whole world's going uh, 24 7 isn't it so yeah. why not mortgages <laughs> mortgages have always been very slow on the the uptake of new technology and things like that yeah. so yeah we've, we've got to catch up at some point surely. yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. so do brokers and lenders have different views on your system Yes, they do. Yeah, so so the broker view. Um, so brokers have um, they have the full every lender on there, um, or, or I'm saying every lender. Um, we have panels as well for for the networks that we work with, um, and. Um, they, they can so they do a search they see everybody on the lender system they just look at, at their own criteria so they see their own criteria um, they're able to put um, when, when we have lenders that use our system internally they're able to put a little bit more policy detail that sits behind that the sort of stuff that they're not happy to publish but they, they need their sales and underwriting team to know um, I think the other thing is that, that uh, lenders so they all have their own logins and they can do a couple of things on the system they can publish it live they can schedule it so if a lender knows today it's going new criteria is going live at 9 o'clock on Monday morning they schedule that and the second it goes live it just ticks over on our system uh, they also have things like hold and approve functions so so the bigger tier one banks quite often like somebody to key it on and somebody to check it before it goes live yeah. Um, so yeah it's a very different view that they that they get okay uh, has the uptake been different from brokers and lenders has one been more interested in it than the other or has it been generally positive no just no generally positive from from both sides it's interesting because of course when we first started you know we had neither brokers or lenders and actually talking to brokers wanted lenders on there lenders wanted brokers on there so we had to run it both equally as hard um, which we did. If you ask me now, did we do it? I don't know. It just, <laughs> <laughs> we just did. Um, but yeah, the, the uptake from both has been fantastic. And for different reasons, of course, I completely understand where brokers, why they want to use the system and, and that's why it was designed. But lenders have really embraced it because, of course, they've had nowhere that they could showcase their criteria before um, and obviously get the insights on, on the back of that. So so especially the specialist lenders, um, you know, the building societies, yeah. this, this, you know, they, they They'll never come top on a product sourcing system. They never will. Um, and uh, so, but they will come top on knowledge banks. So if, if they do that set of criteria that, that the case presents, the client presents, they'll come straight to the top because they're the lender that will accept it. I know we, we were sort of laughing earlier. I was you know, saying about the difference between product sourcing and um, criteria search. Product sourcing being what you want, and obviously criteria search being what you can have. As I say, as my mum used to say, they are two very different things. Yeah. <laughs> So nine awards so far this year, numerous nominations for the rest of the year. What's next for Knowledge Bank? Next for Knowledge Bank, well, we have uh, we have quite a lot of things that are uh, will be coming onto the system, quite a lot of useful features that brokers will be able to use, so they'll be able to stay on the system and, and do a lot more. Um, one of the big things that we're uh, actually really excited about, and this goes back to we were talking about education, mm-hmm. uh, and that's something that's, that's right at the heart of what we do. So, so one of the things that you'll see next on there um, is um, almost a... 
how to a, a, a bit of a almost like a glossary so, so if a broker gets presented with a case and they think actually I've never heard of that before they can read up on it we've got links on there that, that, that take them it could be government websites it could be official sources so they can get a really good understanding so it's around the customer um, you know sends around the customer yeah. but around broker education so that's that's the next thing that you're going to see go live on uh, on Knowledge Bank which will be really useful yeah that's very exciting especially with all of the tax changes, HMO changes and things there yeah. that basically people who are either given a 200 page document to read or go and find your own sources. Absolutely and it's, it's having that information easily accessible but in a really easy to read, easy to understand piece. So this is a you know paragraph that summarises. But if they want to read in, in depth, we can, we'll point them to it. Yeah. It's just a quick reference tool. So everything we do is about, about ease for the broker. So finding the information quickly. And, and of course, we've got the criteria from the lenders on there, but that lends itself nicely into, into that, the wider education piece. Looking forward to seeing that. So finishing the way we started then in traditional fashion, if you could make one change to the industry, what would it be and why? So... Just one. Just one. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think. I think the the change that I would make is already happening um, in in some respects, and you know because I'm I'm passionate about criteria because criteria is the bedrock of everything. Um, you know, it's 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 what lenders um, set their stalls out by whether they decide to lend or not, um, and it, it, you know it, it's the most sort of basic point. It's whether the client is able to achieve their financial goals or not, or whether they they're able to move and what have you. So I think. Um, we're already seeing since our launch that the prominence of criteria in that in that decision making, um, and one of the things that, that we're sort of we've been working with the FCA on um, is the evidence of research because you know it's really really important from a, com- a compliance perspective to evidence that research. So uh, a broker's made a recommendation. Why did you make that recommendation? And for so many years they've they've been able to make notes on the fact find about conversations they've had with lenders, and they've been uh, they've been able to evidence their research of product selection but they've never been able to until now to evidence their research of why did we select that lender now a complaint comes in years later and that's very very difficult to defend why did you go with that lender and not that lender um, so I think what I would like to see is that that become more mainstream that actually you have your product sourcing results and your criteria search results sat on file along with your notes and that is the full picture so so to protect brokers from complaints that it's a robust file check. Nobody can argue because at this day, at this time, this is what the lender said their criteria was, this is what the products were available to pick, and this is why I made that recommendation. And that, to me, is a bolt and braces file. Um, and we are seeing compliance departments moving towards that now and using the, the evidence of research, like we have a knowledge bank. Um, so so that's, that's the sort of a, a small goal, really, but, but the implications are wide-reaching. Um, and just to, just to make sure that, that they're bolt and braces and protected uh, from, a, from a complaints, because every broker lives in fear of complaints. So anything that we can do to, to sort of negate that risk is, is better really definitely it's all about that best customer outcome yeah and if absolutely customers getting the best outcome and the broker's protected yeah and, and evidencing so because there's yeah. a world difference between documenting something and evidencing something and and, and what holds up in, in the event of a complaint so uh, so yeah we're seeing a move towards that now which is which is great and that's uh, that's what I'd really like to see that brokers can make a recommendation know they've done a good job for the com- for the client know they can evidence it and sleep at night knowing that there are no complaints coming back that's uh, in the ideal world yeah amazing there you go knowledge bank the essential tool for brokers absolutely yeah thank you very much for your time it's been really interesting some very useful things have come out of that so thank you thank you very much thank you 
hear the rest of the series and be notified first of future episodes, hit subscribe. And to discuss any of the topics covered in today's Crystal Cast or any other specialist finance requirements, call us on 01827 301070 or visit our website at www.crystalsf.com. Thank you to today's guests and as always, thank you for listening.